0: You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host Rhonda. Uh, today's topic. Woo, I want to talk about real quick, and I'm going to use as an example. The Cleveland Indians changing name to the Cleveland Guardians. And I want to use this as an example of how easily and how quickly history is changed. And what we are in the midst of, we are literally seeing history being revised once again. And I believe it is being done as we are on the cusp of a reset. Okay, all around the country in the United States, we've seen um, Confederate statues come down, et cetera, et cetera, and the reasonings given. It's understandable. It's because of the uh, the racial connotation, the thing of it is, even those confederacies, that history was revised within itself. So meaning the history of the Civil War is not being accurately told. It wasn't about the freeing of slaves and black against white. It was literally, as everything always is, about economics and resources. The Confederacy was not comprised of a bunch of white men arguing for power and violently taking power. The Confederacy started with Indian tribes banning together along with some of the English to fight against the the new United States. So the South fighting against the new United States, which was really the old world British Empire. Okay, so within that confederacy, you had Indian tribes. So meaning, and I'll show you the confederacy flag. I should have had it together. With the Indian tribes comprised of uh, of that, as well as um, Brits, and even within that confederacy, you have um, the Brits who represented two class of people. You had the Black Brits. Yeah, Black British. Absolutely. There are folk who came from Britain during the time they were telling you that black people came from Africa. So you had the black British in the Confederacy, most of them who had married into Indian tribes, which were also comprised of black People, what we're calling black people today. Also, in the category of Brits were white Brits. Okay. So the Brits were relabeled as indentured servants instead of having the label of slavery, and history was revised to say that all people with a dark and brown hue complexion were imported from West Africa. When the official ship manifest records do not back up that claim of millions of folks coming from West Africa. So the majority of what folks have renamed Blacks and African Americans fit in the category of either Black British, Black Irish, or Indians, which was relabeled as Native American Indians. You had very little with the category of Africans was only a very small percentage of Africans, okay? That's why if you go back on the census and you start going back doing your family genealogy, most most folks that are labeled as black or African American will not find in their lineage. African, what they will find in their lineage is either relatives who emigrated from Europe, okay, or relatives that were labeled as Indian, okay? And some of you will see where your folks came in either on the eastern seaboard which represented those uh, first original 13 colonies, so specifically Virginia, okay? Which those first 13 original colonies were formed by a black European empire. Or you'll see your folks were uh, coming in to one of the islands, or you'll see where your folks came in from Virginia, and then were either shipped to the islands, so meaning the Caribbeans, what we call the Caribbeans, or South Carolina, okay? That is why it is important for each individual person to know your heritage. Just that simple spiel I went through proves how... History has been revised over and over and over and over and over and over again, and they are doing it yet again. So, the history that had already been revised, they are setting it up to be revised yet again with taking down statues, uh, changing mascots' names, etc. etc. So, real quick. And if you want a little bit more information on what I'm speaking on about the Black uh, European kingdoms and uh, the Whites coming in as indentured servants, the Black Britons coming in as indentured servants, I will leave links in uh, the information section. You'll see it in this video, icons of uh, the different series that we put together going in detail over this information. So just real quick, just to give you an example of the one of the confederacies, okay? Here you see a confederate flag. It's showing the regime right here. Black land, Chickamauga, Indian, Lookout Mountain. If I'm not mistaken, that is Georgia. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's Georgia. I could be wrong. I think it's Georgia. Shiloh. Okay, so that's representing the Black Brits. Okay, and I think that's, I can't read it y'all, Raka, Raka, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what this nation represents, but each one of these represents a nation that band together to create this Confederacy. So meaning that Confederate was not comprised of racist white men. It was originally Indian tribes or nations coming together to uh, form confederacies to go up against the old world European empire who formed the United States Corporation slash United States of America, okay? So, just with this simple thing right here, we see where the symbol of the Confederate flag was changed into racist white men. It is a revision of history that was not the original formation of the confederacies. Okay. All right. So let's get into the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Let me pull up the Cleveland Indians information. Just a second here, family. Okay. All right. As you can see, Um, This is from July 23rd, but now they are literally putting it in action right now. The name change has already taken effect. I saw in the news this morning where they're taking down Cleveland Indians and they're literally putting up uh, Guardians, Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland Indians changing name to Cleveland Guardians. The Cleveland Indians are changing their name next season to the Cleveland Guardians. The Major League Baseball Club announced Friday morning after the current moniker drew criticism for decades from Native Americans. Okay. And we're going to get into this. You see, there's always been a Cleveland. That's the best part of our name. After Tom Hanks says in a video announcement, he narrated for the team which posted it on Twitter, and now it's time to unite as one family, one community, to build the next era for this team and this city. The move is part of a larger cultural shift across the U.S. as corporate brands re-examine their use of races, characters, and stereotypical names. We acknowledge the name change will be difficult for some of us and the transition will take time, team owner Paul Dolan said. It is our hope and belief this change will divert us from a divisive path and instead steer us towards a future where our fans, city, and region are all united as Cleveland Guardians. Manager Terry Francona, who played for the Indians and is the son of former Cleveland players said, Friday, we are trying to be the most respectful we can, and it's not about us. It's about other people. And you have to step outside your own skin and think about other people that may have different color skin and what they're thinking. And we try to be really respectful, and I'm really proud of our organization. The team announced last year that it would be making a name change, joining NFL's Washington football team to say in 2020 that it was moving on from the name evoking Native American Cleveland removed, uh, 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 invoking Native Americans. Cleveland removed the chief Wahoo logo caricature of a Native American character from its uniform following the 2018 season. The choice of guardians draws inspiration for Cleveland's architectural history. The guardians of traffic are the large art deco statue that adorns the Hope Memorial Bridge that connects the city's west side with the east side. Now, just real quick, um, even this name guardians is controversy because they stole this name from an existing Cleveland team. And I can't remember which team it is, but it's uh, some local Cleveland team. They approached the team to buy the name. The team told them, no, we don't want y'all to buy it. They took the name. So I am assuming that the the uh, team that they approached to buy the name did not have it copywritten. So even with them changing the name, They done stole somebody else's sports team name. Ay, ay, ay. Indians will also be a part of our history, just as Cleveland has always been the most important part of our identity, Dolan said. In searching for a brand new, or in searching for a new brand, we sought a name that strongly reflects the pride, resiliency, and loyalty of Clevelanders. Okay, but y'all fail to mention that you hijacked the name from another local team. You did offer to, to buy it. They told you no. And because that team did not have the name trademarked or written, you went on to use the name anyway. The Cleveland Club will retain its colors according to the club. Oh, chow. All right, so I'm trying to see if I um want to read this. Oh, it's not too much. I'll read the rest of it. Interior, uh, a welcome and necessary change. Interior Secretary Deb um, Holland, the first Native American Cabinet Secretary, called the decision welcome and necessary change. I am glad to see the Cleveland baseball team is finally changing its name. The long practice of using Native American mascots and imagery in sports team has been more harmful to indigenous communities. A prominent Native American activist also praised the club's decision Friday. Cleveland's move proves it's possible for sports team to eliminate harmful names and mascots, said Crystal Echo Hawk. Founder uh, and executive director of Illumini Native. It is a major step towards righting the wrongs committed against Native people, and it's one of the steps towards justice. Eco Hawk said in a statement. Ecohawk Hawk renewed her call for other sports teams with names evoking Native, Native Americans to follow suit. How guardians were was chosen. Guardians will be the fifth name in the franchise, 120-year Major League history. Following the Blues, Broncos, and Naps, the Indians had by far the longest tenure dating to 1915. The team surveyed 40,000 fans, conducted a... Okay, yeah, I I don't care about none of that. Okay, yeah, I don't care about none of that because that's... Child, y'all ripped the name off, and maybe you didn't do it intentionally, but when your research found that a local team was already using it, Cleveland Guardians, when they told you no, you went not have uh, had anyway with it. So you you're starting out the gate wrong. All right. So the, again, this is from CNN. Um, they have officially changed the name from Cleveland Indians to Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I saw in the news this morning that they're literally taking the sign of Cleveland Indians down and switching it over to Cleveland Guardians. Now, here's the thing. Did you all know that at one time the Cleveland Indians used the mascot as a mascot, a little black boy, Uh uh-huh know some of you have seen this image where this little boy was used as a mascot. Now I've also seen a picture and I cannot find it so it's been scrubbed and I thought I had it in my archive somewhere and maybe on another computer where this particular um, this little boy was also dressed up. And it had uh, Cleveland and the N-word ran across it, okay? But this little boy was a mascot. Now, here's my thing. If the Indians are the Indians that they tell us that they are today, if the Indians are the Indians that they tell us are today, that look the way they look today, then why in the 1900s would they have this black boy as their mascot? I'll wait. Why could they have not just picked a little white boy dress him up in a headdress and a Hindi an Indian war bonnet and call it a day. So what did they know in the nineteen hundreds about Indians? Then what we know today about Indians. I'm just saying. Why? Seems to me, this is yet again, clear case of um, revision of history. Okay, so I'm just going to show you real quick. I'm going through my archives. I'm going to show you how mascots, sports mascots over the years went from black to white. Although when you look at the names of the logos, You see black in it or you'll see Indian and then the original Indians were clearly what they are labeling people of color as black and African-American. It's clearly that phenotype, okay? All right, so let's just real quick, let me switch over. I'm going to go to another one. Bear with me here. See the original Blackhawks? Down here is the original. Does that look like the typical Indian that they show you today? Does this look like the typical Native American Indian that they show you today down here? I'm talking about down here with this Afro. And for those of you that are are saying that you are Native American and your ancestors had an Afro, you don't think that that tells you who the original people, who the original Indians were? Because I have heard Native Americans say that. Oh, well, my great-great-great-great-grandmother was darker than you and she had an afro. Okay, well then, that means, that proves who the original people were. And then you can see that this logo was revised to the one above. Now his hair is straighter, although there were still indians black indians melanated indians with straight hair because some of us can put some grease on our hair today put some water on that bad boy run a brush and a comb through it and you can get the wavy hair But here he is with this melanated skin. This is a revision of the one below. Okay? But if you look at Black Hawk today, it has truly been whitewashed. Okay? So another example of... History being revised. It is just that simple. This stuff is very planned. It is very much so calculated. Very much so planned. Very much so calculated. Now, there has been a, a group of people. That uh, within the melanated, aka black community, it is getting stronger as folks are doing their genealogy and discovering wait a minute, my folks don't tie back to no Africa. I can't find any African. Okay. I do see relatives that was mentioned as Indians. Some of us are even finding our relatives on the Indian roles. Yeah, that part. Some of us are even finding and those of us that are mature enough to admit it. They're finding relatives that came over from Europe and they show up on the ship manifest as black. And then they later show up on the US census as black. No African. Black. Okay. So just to show you again how history continuously gets revised. Um, sorry, going through my pictures here. Man, I hate I can't find that Cleveland Indian picture where they had um, the N-word, had the baby in the N-word uh, shirt. Okay, so I'm going to just real quick, just show you some of these coats of arms of Europe. Okay, I'm just gonna show you, I'll show you a couple of examples. Okay, ancient coats of arms. So those of you that are familiar with coats of arms, you know they come from Europe. And I found out recently that those coats of arms, you have to get, the family has to get approval from the appropriate crown to use those coats of arms. And the coats of arms are meticulously documented. Meticulously documented. So, the ancient The Ancient Arms of Agass. What's that? Let me let me blow it up. Ah shoot, I can't. Sorry, because it's in paint. My bad. Can't I can't blow it up. Who's that? Uh seems like a aka black. Melanated man with an Afro to me. Okay. Let's look at some other coats of arms. Just real quick. Just, 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 just real quick. Because what I am showing you is how quick history is revised. This one we should be familiar with. Everybody knows the Moors. Black Moor. Uh can't get no more clearer than that. Black Moor. Think that's pretty self-explanatory. Okay? Now, this one freaked me out. Because things that we think are white in origin are really not. Uh, just hold on a second. Come on. I found an ancient... Um, I don't know if I... Yeah, I think I can blow this one up. I don't know why some of those show up in paint maybe it's the way I saved them um y'all know what this is right Halliburton mhm- mhm- so I know you know this Halliburton name by the the said company right will realize that that name is tied to child. Let me try to, to see. I'm not here to play. Who sat up on top of this Halliburton coat of arms? Is that a black man? Uh huh. Do you understand how easily history is? revised. This is the original ancient crest of Halliburton, a black man, a.k.a. Melanated Man. Hmm. Okay. So those are just some of the examples. Um, One last one. Y'all, chow, I really did not (laughs) intend for this to turn into this. But since, you know, Cleveland Indians, y'all brought it out of a sister. Now, those of you melanated, a.k.a. black folk that think you're African-American If you carry this last surname, these last two surnames, they are not the surnames of white Europeans. They're black Europeans. Campbell, the Campbell last name, this is the family Crest from Europe, Campbell's That name carries a lot of power. You have a lot of land that was assigned to you. Now, how that land was acquired over in Europe, I don't know. That ain't none of my business. But the Campbell name held a lot of territory in Europe. It is an ancient name that goes back pretty far. It is a black slash melanated surname. This is your family crest. AKA black folk slash melanated people that carry the last surname of McDonald. Here's your family crest. Okay. So I will have to do a little digging to see how the McDonald's tie into the whole um, being in favor of the king, those black European monarchs, okay? But I do know for a fact the Campbells were pretty powerful. And had a lot of land, a lot of territory assigned to them. I'm not sure about the McDonald, but just McDonald for the, the 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 sheer fact that you have a family crest assigned. Some type of way, you had some type of prominence or held some type of position within those monarchs. Okay. Those are just a couple of examples, family, that I wanted to bring to your attention how quick history is revised. Okay. So just one last picture to share as folks If you're doing your genealogy, and I encourage everyone to do their genealogy, that is even including white folk, because what most white folks are going to realize is that their genealogy either gets really, really sketchy in the late 1800s, 1900s. You may run into family member, that that particular ancestor who was an orphan and which we're all still scratching our head. Where did all these orphans come from? We're still scratching our head on that one. Everybody is in the mud flood community. we're We're all scratching our heads. So either you're going to run into that ancestor that's an orphan or you're going to know exactly when your ancestors came over. Most white folks' ancestors hit the shores of the Americas late 1800s on forward. There were very few that came in the 1700s. That is because the ones that were coming in the 1700s and the 1600s, those were black Europeans. Okay? So it is very important for everyone to do their genealogy because what was told to us as history It's not accurate. It's just not accurate. And this is also a part of when they do these resets, a part of those resets, they have to revise what truly went on. Literally, they have to revise what truly went on. And now, since we are in the age where you can get to information relatively freely, although you're still not getting all of the information, you have to piece it together. We're all piecing it together the best way we can. We see where the the uh, official narrative they are telling us That's not the case. That is not the case. So real quick, what I am showing you, let me make sure that I'm showing it to you. I think that I am. Yes, I am. So who are all these people? Huh? Okay, Navajo, you at least look close to what they're saying. The Native Americans today look, but y'all enlightened up big time. Okay. All of these folks uh look what they would call black slash African American. This is just an example shata that's part of my people they renamed Choctaw um look like some of my relatives don't look like the Choctaw chief, the Choctaw Indian chief they're saying today Kickapoo Lakota so, who are these people? Algonquin, Shinnecock, Anunnuia. Some say it's really Cherokee, that they renamed Cherokee. Looks straight, uh, uh, very close phenotype match to my people. So, so who are these folk? History is continuously revised. It is easily done. And what I am seeing is it's being done yet again. That is why it is important as we are switching from one age to another, that you get your individual house in order, not only spiritually for self, which is the most important thing, and your family, but that also requires you doing a lot of work, a lot of research, to set the record straight and not depend on a system, a school system, a person, brother, this, so-and-so, this, that, and the third, to tell you who you are. It is your responsibility to know who you are. It is your responsibility to lay the foundation down for your family lineage, for your family lineage, for your family lineage, to be documented within the family and to be taught. You know, just like big mama and them used to do. Remember that? Some of us that were fortunate enough to grow up with our big mamas That told you you ain't no African. That you're Indian. Now. She didn't left out the part. That maybe Papa. (laughs) Was black European. But she doggone sure told you. That you were not African. You remember that part. History is easily revised with a snap of a finger. Okay? So the last thing I want to share, okay, and I didn't intend for this (laughs) to go all the way into this, but I guess it had to, huh? And shout out to sis, that sent me this. She wanted to name uh be she want to remain anonymous, but when I tell you she sent me gold. Baby, this is gold and I will put the link to this also the breakdown that I did on this. That whole 1619 project. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that whole 1619 project that they're telling you It's the invasion of this and that and the slavery. Oh, 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 okay, then. This is from the public library of the city of Boston. Okay. Y'all see it. The visitation of Kent. Known as the Visitation of sixteen nineteen, huh? Chow. Let me let me let me go on and, and, and sip this water. The what? As the Visitation of sixteen nineteen was taken in the years sixteen nineteen to sixteen twenty one by John Philipot. Okay, so I'm not gonna read all of this because like I said, I did a breakdown of it. I will leave a link in the description of that video as well as I will uh, put an icon over it in the information section to that in this video so you can look at it in its entirety, okay? But I do wanna say that um, it was saying that um, an alphabetical table of the surnames of families whose pedigrees are exhibited in this book. right I told you they don't play with them names in Europe. They don't play. Everything's accounted for. You see it in alphabetical order? It's all here. Okay. So if you're looking for your family surname, these are the ones that were listed of the 1619 they called it the 1619 visitation okay right okay <clears throat> James uh would that be King James? You mean Black King James, all right? That James' uh, coat of arm is that chevron, and I'm not gonna go into too much detail because I broke all of this down in the video that I did on it, but it, it gets into the lineage of James, Okay? So they're pretty much telling you, they're breaking this all of this down for you, family. This stuff has been documented, painstakingly documented. But yet, history has been revised. Now they're telling you that these are the surnames white folks and black folks have the surnames of white folks because you were African slaves. When I just showed you just a couple of examples now, just a couple of examples of the ancient coats of arms with black folks on them. So who's really carrying whom's surnames? Because again, history is revised at the speed of a snap of a finger. Okay. So I just wanted to share this with you, family. Um, so, again, this is the visitation of Kent 1619. Um, I encourage you, you can pull that information as well. Matter of fact, I'll leave this here. I'll leave this here. And I'll go back maybe to the beginning so you all can see the book uh, at the beginning. So just bear with me. I'll leave it here. Is it going to let me go back? Child, come on, book. Let me go back. There we go. Okay, So you can see it for yourself. Let me go down one uh, so you can see the name. You can see where it came from the city of Boston. Um, And shout out again to the sis that gave me this. When I tell you this is gold, it is gold. Um, So, again, the visitation of Kent, known as the visitation of 1619. So they were documenting Crest from Europe, from 1619 to 1621. The coats of arms, all right? So again, family, what you are witnessing, you are in the midst of what is called a reset. This is not the first reset that happens. They happen very frequently and it appears that they are scheduled on the line up of the astrological clock and the ages. We just left out of the Pisces age. We are now in the Aquarian age. So it is time for another reset according to the controllers. So part of resets are always a changing of history or a changing of what really went on. So when I saw where the Cleveland Indians were changing from the Cleveland Indians to the Guardians, and then I thought back of who the original mascot. Was for the said Cleveland Indians team a little black boy? I said, Oh, time to erase all of that, huh? Hmm, very interesting. So that's all I had to say on that family. Um. I hope that you got something out of this. I will put uh, links to the other bodies of work that I discussed in this particular video. Um, It is very, very important that you get inventory of self. You get inventory of family. You get inventory of your family's heritage, lineage, and create your family's legacy. You have to set those things. You have to leave record of who you are. So I wish everyone well on this Tuesday. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love, family.